This is highlights brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. All eyes are on Ukraine right now after Russian President Vladimir Putin launched a military operation this morning. At the time of recording, Ukraine's president has confirmed reports of missile strikes against Ukraine. In Taiwan, some here have compared the Ukraine crisis to the threat Taiwan faces from China. Dan Blumenthal is the author of The China Nightmare, The Grand Ambitions of a Decaying State. He recently wrote in Foreign Policy that Beijing could use Russia's tactics on Ukraine against Taiwan. Blumenthal is a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, a prominent Washington think tank, and a former senior director of China, Taiwan, and Mongolia at the U.S. Department of Defense. I asked him what the mood is in Washington, D.C. right now. One big country would just go in and attack and invade and occupy another country, but it's happened, and so we're, we're truly in a new era. How do you think this will end? Uh, unfortunately, I think it'll end with Russia occupying Ukraine and, and the U.S. having to reinforce uh, uh, containing that threat on the eastern flank to Poland and elsewhere. You recently wrote an article about how Beijing could learn from Russia's playbook um, in terms of Ukraine. Can you tell us how you think the Ukraine crisis could affect Taiwan? Yes, I think China has options to threaten mass uses of force um, and to coerce Taiwan, but more importantly, to intimidate the United States into thinking that defending Taiwan would cause a very big and protracted war. And in so doing, they would try to make political demands of Washington to put pressure on Taipei to accept China's policy on Taiwan. I think China is watching very carefully to see how uh, the United States and NATO respond to this aggression. So how do you think the U.S. needs to respond to what's happening in Ukraine in order to deter China from becoming more aggressive towards Taiwan? Well, I mean, there, there are many things that we haven't done right for many years, so it's a bit late. But I think uh, uh, sanctions, very crippling sanctions that, that punish the Russian economy badly and keeping the allies uh, on board uh, with those sanctions, uh, as well as accelerated uh, uh, lethal aid to the Ukrainian military, the training of the Ukrainian military, the, the continued advisory uh, uh, troops inside the Ukraine, as well as reinforcing the flanks of NATO, which all of which is happening, uh, although the crippling economic sanctions are, are fairly slow to be rolled out. Well, you know, in your article, you mentioned that the U.S. should have a stronger military presence in Taiwan to deter China. Do you think that that will be happening with the Biden administration? Well, I actually said uh, it should train a small force to be ready to go into Taiwan at the first sign of a crisis, which would just be the acceleration of existing programs that the United States already has. But my point was... If we're going to be able to influence events in a crisis and maintain Taiwan's political will, help shore up its ability to communicate, very importantly, as we see with the Ukraine crisis, you know, uh, communicate with its population, with the rest of the world, uh, I think we're going to need to uh, 
have people in Taiwan fairly quickly. If China were to attack Taiwan, what do you think the U.S. would do? The U.S. would likely first try to help with its defense and then come to its defense. But my point in my article is is that it's not going to be so easy to just come to Taiwan's defense. There's going to be uh, some kind of crisis, and it's going to take diplomacy, which will be much harder in the Taiwan case, I view it, and then in the Ukraine case. There's going to be immense needs for coordination between the United States and Taiwan and the United States and Taiwan and whatever coalition decides to join in. So I, I argue in that article in foreign policy that we need to be doing things now to prepare for uh, not just a military crisis, but a diplomatic military crisis. Russia and China recently signed a long-term agreement. So this greater show of solidarity um, is pretty threatening. What kind of impact do you think it might have on Taiwan? Well, I mean, the, the key question is, is Russia going to support China if it takes aggressive action on Taiwan? And uh, I guess we're leaning towards the answer, which is yes. And, and so that is troubling. Uh, on the other hand, I would say China has been much more cautious in practice on supporting Russia. So, uh, you know, it certainly will help Russia in terms of uh, importing more goods from Russia during a time of sanctions. It buys a lot of energy from Russia, um, but it's not diplomatically supporting the attack on Ukraine. So we'll, we'll have to see. It's, it's a little bit more complicated than, is, uh, see, than it seems at first glance. A lot of people compare Ukraine to Taiwan. I spoke with political scientist Karis Templeman at Stanford University, who recently wrote an article about why Taiwan is not Ukraine. He explains why the two countries are so different. I think the... Uh, the instinct to compare the two and to, to find similarities is a natural one, and it's understandable. Uh, but I think the differences are far greater than the similarities. Um, in particular, Taiwan is a much more valuable and integral partner uh, with the United States. Uh, it's an important trading partner. It's our ninth largest trading partner. It's the source of some key components to critical uh, advanced technology that the United States manufactures or imports. Um, and uh, more importantly, it's uh, been a stellar partner of the, re of the United States in the region for the last 70 plus years. The U.S. has been directly involved in providing for Taiwan security since 1950. Uh, we don't have anything like a similar history with Ukraine. Ukraine, you know, for many years was part of the Soviet Union, and then our interaction with them is uh, strictly limited to the post-Cold War period, and it's been uh, led, I would argue, mostly by the European powers rather than us. Uh, and the concerns about Ukraine's status, I think, are, are second-order concerns related to the United States' relationships with uh, Europe and our interest in seeing a prosperous, stable, and free uh, European Union. And so um, for all of those reasons, I think the Taiwan situation is uh, quite a bit different, not really analogous to the uh, Ukraine uh, security threat that it faces today. Next up, a Hong Kong documentary banned by Chinese authorities is set to premiere in Taiwan. Almost three years ago, young democracy activists in Hong Kong went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the city's pro-Beijing authorities. Now, a documentary telling the protesters' this story is coming to Taiwan's movie theaters. 
Revolution of Our Times, a documentary on the 2019 pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong, is opening in Taiwanese theaters on February 25th. It has received two Golden Horse Awards for Best Documentary and Audience Choice. Taiwan is currently the only country where the movie is being released in theaters. The director of the movie, Kiwi Cho, met with journalists in the form of a teleconference. He says he is extremely happy and grateful that there is a place like Taiwan where his documentary can be shown freely. Joe says that over the two years of filming, he witnessed both tragedy as well as the greatness of human spirit. Initially, he says he was tormented by strong emotions and nightmares, but found solace in the process of making the film and no longer lives with the feeling of dread. Zhou says he is expecting the worst, but continues to do what needs to be done, which gives him peace. Zhou told reporters a story from his early days at the front lines of the protests. A masked protester demanded to know which station he was working for. He responded that he was one of the directors of 10 Years, a dystopian speculative fiction anthology depicting life in Chinese-run Hong Kong in 2025. The protester approved, having seen the movie, and encouraged Zhou to keep filming. Joe says that the once progressive city of Hong Kong has now regressed into authoritarianism. He urges Taiwan to take this lesson to heart and cherish the freedoms it enjoys. Want to stay up to date or view past RTI programs, videos, and news stories? Come check out our website at english.rti.org.tw.